0: Welcome, I'm Cliff Hedges. This is Pastor Cliff's Notes. It's a podcast where we're studying the Bible. We're working our way through the book of 2 Corinthians. Today is episode 479. We're going to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 6 through 9. Let's read our passage. So we are always confident, and we know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. For we walk by faith, not by sight. In fact, we are confident and we would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Therefore, whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to be pleasing to him. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each may be repaid for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. This is 2 Corinthians, it's a letter that Paul sent to the church in Corinth. He had sent this tearful letter to Corinth via Titus. Because when he had a visit there, they were, well, there was a lot of opposition and the whole church either participated in it or stood by and did engage with it. And so his tearful letter challenged them on their behavior and where they really stood. And so Titus is linked up with Paul again and reported that the church seems to have done a turnaround and the majority of the people are supportive of Paul. But there's still a sizable minority who are not supportive. And that's the purpose of 2 Corinthians. He's sending Titus back to Corinth, carrying this letter to try and restore the relationship with those who still are not so sure about him. So he's been talking about issues of the Old Covenant versus the New Covenant. Because One of the issues that they're still dealing with in Corinth is that there's some people who come and we call them Judaizers, people who claim to be Christians and are Jews But they're teaching that you have to become a Jew in order to be a Christian. And Paul's been talking about the Old Covenant versus the New Covenant, that what the Jews follow is the Old Covenant given to Moses on Mount Sinai. but He says that's been superseded by the New Covenant, Christ. And if you were already a follower of Christ and have embraced the New Covenant, then why are you wanting to go back to the Old Covenant? And he contrasted the two covenants. And now he's been contrasting between life on earth and life in heaven. The earthly body versus the heavenly body. He's continuing that line of thinking today in verses 6 through 10 of chapter 5. So it begins in verse 6 with, So we are always confident and know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. So confident, this follows along with some things he's been saying back in chapter 4, verse 16. He said, we do not want to lose heart. And in chapter 5, verse 1, he said, so we know that. He was talking there, the confidence that if for some reason our earthly body is destroyed, we have a, a home in heaven. So he's saying here, we have confidence. Confidence in what? Confidence in God that no matter what happens to us, we are always with him. But then he kind of says something very different than that. We know that while we are at home in the body, we are away from the Lord. Well, home in the body, based on the context of what he's talking about, he's talking there about living here, our life on earth, in this earthly body. That's being at home in the body. And he's been contrasting that with, our heavenly body or our home in heaven. But here he says, "For home in the body. We're away from the Lord. And we read that and we say, whoa, that just doesn't sound right. We're not away from the Lord. The Lord is with us. Jesus said, I'll always be with you. He sent the Holy Spirit to be with us. We have a relationship with the Father. So how can we be away from the Lord? Well, he's talking more location, not relational, but also fully. We're not fully with the Lord. Remember some of the people he's dealing with here. They think they're so super spiritual that they have already been spiritually resurrected. They're already fully with the Lord. They are the point of as good as it gets. So they don't understand that there's still a lot to happen when Jesus returns. So I guess that's why Paul's getting at here when he says we're away from the Lord. we're not fully with the Lord. That comes when we go to heaven. Then he adds, for we walk by faith, not by sight, in verse 7. So here he's talking about being guided by spiritual truth versus worldly wisdom. And for many of us, this is more of an aspirational statement. This is what we would like to do. We would like to walk by faith, not by sight. We would like to do things based on what God wants us to do versus what makes sense. The casual observer would look at Paul's life and say, he makes some strange choices and gets himself into a lot of trouble based upon the choices he makes. Well, the choices he makes are not based on what's going to be profitable, what's going to keep him out of trouble, but they're choices based on what would God have me do and what's going to effectively spread the gospel. That's walking by faith, not by sight. Now, verse 8, he repeats this confident thing again. In fact, we are confident, and we would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So, just like he said in verse 6, we're confident. But here he twists it a little bit. So, in verse 6, he said, being at home in the body is being away from the Lord. Now, in verse eight, he says, would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. Each time he uses "home," but he uses it differently. Verse six, it's home in the body. Verse eight, it's home with the Lord. Verse six, it's away from the Lord. Verse eight, it's away from the body. Now we see what he's saying here, and the contrast is being here in our earthly body in our earthly existence, we're not fully with the Lord, whereas if we're fully with the Lord, we would no longer be in this earthly body. And notice here in verse 8, it's interesting, he says that if we're away from the body, we would be home with the Lord. Notice he doesn't mention anything about a resurrection body. And that kind of goes along with uh, something we touched on the, the last time with this idea of the intermediate state. And the thought there is, we don't get the resurrection body until the resurrection, which occurs at the return of the Lord. And if we die before the Lord returns, we go to heaven to be with the Lord. But we don't have an earthly body then, and we don't have the resurrection body yet, but we're still with the Lord. We're away from the body, though. Now, what's that like? We just don't have any information on that. so. It's all conjecture. But this contrast here in our earthly existence or with the Lord in a heavenly existence. And it's here in verse 8, said, and that's what we would rather do. Now, verse 9, therefore, whether we are at home or away, we make it our aim to be pleasing to him. So at home or away, that could be either way, because he used home for at home in the body. He used home to be with the Lord. He also used away, away from the Lord or away from our body. So here he said, it doesn't matter which one. Whatever condition we are in, whatever state we are in, we desire to please the Lord. Now, for the here and now, living in our body on in our earthly existence, we kind of know what is pleasing to the Lord. We're given a lot of information there. What is it that's pleasing to Him? Well, living our lives for Him. Living our lives in such a way that we represent Him, devoting ourselves to Him. We've got a lot of information on how to do that, how to live for the Lord. Now, in heaven, what is it that we would do to make our aim to be pleasing to Him? But we don't really know what that's like, so we don't really have information about that yet. So I'm sure when we get there, it'll be very obvious to us what it is that is pleasing to Him. But the whole thought process here is, living here on earth, yeah, we live our lives to please the Lord. We'll still do that in heaven. It'll be different because it's a different location, and it'll be better, but our desire will still be to please Him. Verse 10 follows that up with uh, maybe more of a motivational aspect to it. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, so that each may be repaid for what he has done in the body, whether good or evil. So we all must appear before the judgment seat of Christ. What does he mean there? Well, I'm not really talking about salvation here, because what determines salvation? Whether you're in the book of life, The book of life will be opened. And if your name's in the book of life, you get to go to heaven. If your name's not in the book of life, you don't. You go to hell. And that is based on faith, not based on what you did, whether good or evil. So this judgment seat is not about salvation. It's more of an evaluation. What did you do when you were alive? Did you do? that which is pleasing to him, like he talked about in verse 9. Now, there's several places in the Bible that talk about rewards in heaven. It just mentions them. It doesn't say what they are. It doesn't say how it works. It, and so any, anybody wants to throw a lot of detail in there is pretty much making stuff up. So the rewards are mentioned. What are the rewards and what is the basis of them? Well, I suspect the basis of them is did you live your life and into what is pleasing to him. Now, what are the rewards? Some say the reward is heaven itself. The reward is a relationship with God. The reward is just hearing the words from Christ, well done, my good and faithful servant. Others want to lump it up with, well, there's more of a material aspect to it. We don't know. We don't know. All we know is the Lord is paying attention to what we do, and the Lord will review what we do. And hopefully we do want to hear, well done, my good and faithful servant. Not because we think we're going to get something out of it, but because we love him and follow him and want him to be pleased with how we live. Thanks for joining me. Join me again next time as we continue working through 2 Corinthians.